Don't worry, Legion folks. I haven't forgotten about you. I heard you out there. I know we've been talking direct to consumer and SaaS and drop shipping and all this other stuff and brand building and everything else. But hey, look, lead generation is something that happens on Facebook. Hell, I was there when the Legion ad unit got brought to Facebook and we had a seven-figure test. And a lot of that was Facebook's money just to make sure that we could teach Facebook how to make their Legion ad unit work so that you can be here today to try to run Legion ads on Facebook or just driving people to your own site so you can make a business out of it. And today we're going to really dive into quality. So thank you very much. Let's get into a lead quality on Facebook. Facebook. So, first off, I want to say thank you that you're still here. I really, really appreciate it. You can feel free to subscribe down here if you want to make sure that you don't miss a single one of these videos. And also, if you do enjoy this stuff, you can go to FacebookDisruptor.com. You can grab yourself an ebook. You can get into the course. You can also join the Patreon. If you want to get in above and beyond that, you can join for the Facebook Disruptor School. And this question today, this topic comes from somebody from the Facebook Disruptor School. They wanted to know, like, hey, I'm in the lead quality business. I'm in the lead gen business, but I'm not trying to drive low-cost leads. I want to have a legit business. I need high-quality ads. What are you doing to help make sure that the people that come to you for ads and for leads are legitimately bringing you highly converting individuals. Well, we're gonna get down to that today in three big sections. The first part, number one, is quality of the data. So many people focus on, well, I'm getting leads and you know maybe I'm selling them for $15 a piece and they're costing me 45 or I'm selling for 30 and I'm getting them for 25 and like, but they're just not converting and I'm worried about getting things like, let me ask you this, if you know they're not converting, do you think Facebook knows who to target? My point is, where is the data coming from? How good is Facebook at understanding what a good lead for you looks like? It's not just somebody that passes all the way through. So one of the things we have to do, and one of the things that I've been doing for years, is offline conversion events. Now this is really, really easy now that we have Cappy, right? Because, I mean, it used to be called server to server and it required a lot of dev work, but now it's literally just turnkey. It's stupid easy. So. What we want to do is make sure that when somebody actually does convert, when somebody does go from a lead to a sale, let's pass that back to Facebook because then we'll be able to understand the ad that drove that sale. Now, if you could understand which of your ads were actually driving the sales, if you could understand which creative was actually bringing you good business, if you could understand what was good for your quality, then you could be able to run a much higher end business, right? If you can deliver highly converting leads, you're going to beat everybody else giving a whole bunch of really high volume, absolute shit leads, right? Now, we see a lot of people bragging about low cost leads, but you know what they're not doing? bragging about high quality ones. And that's what's gonna help set you apart. So one of the things we wanna do is make sure that we're passing back to Facebook when somebody takes that sale action, when somebody takes the desired action. Otherwise, we're trying to run maybe an e-commerce store and all we're trying to, all we're really doing is getting ad to cards. Now, yes, you can be successful and look, there are businesses that that's what they do, but wouldn't you rather optimize towards a purchase? Now, maybe you don't have enough volume to really understand it, but you're gonna be able to tell after a while what's doing well and what isn't. Right? And especially if you bring in some infrastructure, which brings me to the next point of transparency of information. If you can say all of these leads came in, which ones were good? Which ones were bad? If somebody can tell you right away what was good and what was bad, there's a really good way for you to optimize your lead ad itself or your lead flow. Right, if maybe all the good ones are the people you actually get the phone call, the phone number, because the emails nobody ever answers, or maybe it's vice versa, nobody ever picks up the phone, but they always respond to an email if they were interested, especially if it's hit back in like 15 minutes. 
Well, that's really good information. Maybe you need to require specific information to move on. Maybe you need to make sure that somebody's qualified before they get there. Now, above and beyond all of that, transparency is also about setting expectations and allowing people to disqualify themselves in advance. And that's a really big deal. Disqualification is awesome. If I'm going and getting 100 leads, let's say five of them are legit, really good, gonna buy. 10 of them are pretty solid and 90 of them are shit. If I can let those 90 people, maybe 80 of those 90 people go through the process and say, you know what, this isn't for me. Maybe the price is too high or the commitment is too big or the installation is just not optimal or for whatever reason, it's actually just not worth their time. Well, yeah, you're gonna have a higher cost and no, it won't be 10 times higher. But the quality of the conversion rate of those people is going to be a lot better. So what we need to do is really understand how do we be transparent with what we're trying to sell leads for, whether it's solar panels or, uh, you know, plastic surgery, whether it's SaaS companies with a five-figure monthly contract or real estate. We, we need to understand why is somebody legitimately interested in us and are they actually worth our time? And the, the longer that process is and the harder it is for someone to get through, oftentimes the much higher quality that individual is. Which brings me to the last point I want to cover here. Is if you're using a lead gen ad unit, make sure that your creative absolutely gets the point across. It's not just about lowest cost. It's about making sure the person that gets to the other end, the person that sat through that information, the person that filled out that whatever, that like, you can make it easy for them or you can make it difficult. Now, unlike e-commerce where you want it to be as easy as possible, in lead gen, somebody wants you to reach out to them. They want to have a conversation with you. And if they're kind of wishy-washy, they're probably not gonna buy in the first place. And maybe they're you know kind of wishy-washy because they're going to five or 10 other people and if they're gonna do that, they'll probably have an objection that you're not gonna necessarily be able to overcome. So my point here is, Make sure that you have the best onboarding process through your lead gen before somebody can even commit. If the quality of that lead is much higher because you are making sure that people are getting through in a way that they are excited and have full buy-in by the time they get there, well, you're gonna be in a much, much better place. Now let's go to the real world example of this. Now, not a lot of us can look at real world examples of B2B uh, lead gen, but there are some amazing companies that use lead gen as the front end to their e-commerce. So remember, lead gen is basically having a qualified individual, right? And then eventually you sell them into some bigger business. That sounds a lot like a subscription box company, doesn't it? Now, one of the best subscription box companies that I ever had the pleasure of working with some of their staff was TechStyle. Now, you might not know TechStyle, clever name when you say it quickly, TechStyle, but you probably know their products. Have you heard of a brand called Fabletics? Maybe a subscription box called FabFitFun? A whole brand and a slew of brands all around this idea of a subscription service. Now, when you go through, and I highly recommend you actually sit and go through, you don't have to buy, but go through the process. If you go through that process, you'll notice that it takes between five and 10 minutes to do something that quite legitimately could get done in 90 seconds. But if you actually sit through that thing for 10 minutes, you're gonna feel amazing about the commitment that you make. 
they've overcome all of your objections around price and quality and availability and the, and, and the whole process. So by the time you actually buy the thing, you're a really high quality lead. And you're t I know you're hearing me, well, they're buying something, they're not leads. They're buying something, but they haven't necessarily hit their LTV yet. So a lot of the way these businesses run is you pay to be a lead and their job is to keep you long enough so that you're better than the average customer. Now, if you go through any of their flows, you're going to understand like, wow, like they don't necessarily need to ask me this question or man, this is really informative. I feel like I'm going to get what I want, whether or not you buy, you're going to have an experience. If you position, if you position yourself as somebody that's going to actually want this, you're going to see stuff like, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely interested. I know everything that I need to about this. I'm in. You might not even be interested right now, but you might just go and sign up for the sales just because I sent you down the road. But absolutely taking notes of the way that you felt, the objections that they're overcoming, and that process. Because I'll tell you this, there are tens of millions of dollars down the flow of that. And there are dozens of brands that rip them off. And they ripped it off from some of the best lead gen people in the world. So anyway, lead gen quality, there you go. If you liked what you saw here today, YouTube says you might like these things. And if you really enjoyed stuff, maybe go ahead and subscribe. But until later, uh, hi, I'm Charlie, and I'll see you on the internet.